G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Can I tell you, I love sleeping. It's not that I'm lazy, but by the end of a long, hard day that usually starts very early in the morning for me, getting into bed and closing my eyes is just the most wonderful thing. But sometimes, sleep doesn't come all that easily. I'm sure you've noticed. Bernie Diamond, and it's just fabulous to be back with you today as we take another look at God's rest for you from a different perspective. And do stay tuned because in just a few minutes I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever it is that you happen to be dealing with in your life right at the moment. Sleep is something that most of us take for granted. It's just a natural part of life. And if someone takes it away from us for just a few days, we can become completely dysfunctional. But as simple and as logical and as obvious and as deeply pleasurable a thing as sleep is, actually, the biological nature of sleep is incredibly intricate and very finely balanced. Sleep timing is controlled by the circadian clock, like an inner timekeeping temperature-fluctuating, enzyme-controlling device that works in tandem with different chemicals and hormones in our bodies. And all this is controlled by a particular gene, which is why some people need less sleep than others. Now, the problem comes when modern life intrudes on this natural circadian rhythm. The problem comes when, for instance, we decide we can burn the candle at both ends, going to bed late, getting up early, day after day, week after week, and what we end up with is a sleep deficit and then ultimately sleep deprivation. And that's been linked to increases in type 2 diabetes, increases in body weight. It's a factor in a significant percentage of motor vehicle accidents. It severely impairs our cognitive and emotional performance. In short, a lack of sleep is draining the life out of many, many people. Now, we talked a bit about this whole sleep thing a couple of weeks ago on the program, but today I'd like to spend some more time on this whole subject because as simple as sleep is, many people just don't get enough of it. And then, you know, they wonder why they feel like a wreck. When we stopped by this subject briefly the other week, I shared this verse with you from the Old Testament, Psalm 127, verses 1 and 2. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labour in vain. Unless the Lord guards the city, the guard keeps watch in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives sleep to those whom he loves. So if you were able to join me that day on the program, hopefully you'll remember that verse, which is as practical as it is beautiful. I think sometimes what we tend to do in our lives is that we set off building the house, guarding the city, whatever it is that we do, bringing up children, studying, working, whatever, And we do it all in our own mind. We do it over and over and over again. And we become so caught up in the mundaneness of the doing of it that we labour so hard that we start thinking it's all up to us. We start believing the lie that we have to do it all and it's up to our labours and our abilities and our resources. 
just the other day, literally as I was preparing for this program, I received an email from a dear friend of mine, Bob Beasley. Now, he's the director of teaching ministries for the Bible League in Canada. He was sharing with me and some other of our colleagues in different countries a kingdom principle called all by itself. Have a listen to what Bob wrote to me. There is a mystery to how God has continued to bring fruit from lives and ministries. It reminds me of the all by itself principle that comes out of Mark chapter 4, verses 26 to 29. This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain, first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts a sickle to it because the harvest has come. Our responsibility, writes Bob, is to keep the soil of our hearts rich and healthy. Then, all by itself, our lives will grow. It's a kingdom principle. And you love how Jesus uses the very simple, the very practical, the very everyday to explain the powerful reality of God's involvement in this world. The kingdom of God, the reign, the rule, the power, the influence of God in this world, says Jesus, is like this. It's like the seed that the farmer scattered out there and then eventually all by itself the ground produced the grain. I wonder whether a few of us today don't need to wake up to the all-by-itself kingdom principle. Sure, the farmer had to plough and to weed and to scatter, but the fruit, the harvest, that happened all by itself, and he had absolutely no idea how it happened. Let me take you back to that psalm, and let's read it again with the all-by-itself kingdom principle in the forefront of our minds. Unless the Lord builds the house... Those who build it labour in vain. Unless the Lord guards the city, the guard keeps watch in vain because it's in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives sleep to those whom he loves. Anxious toil is what happens when we think we have to do it all on our own. Rest and sleep, that deep rest, the sort of rest that happens when knowing full well all the challenges that confront us, all the challenges that will still be there when we wake up in the morning, knowing those full well, we're able to lay them down at the foot of the cross, knowing that there are some things we can't do, knowing there are some things that only God can do, knowing that in any case, unless God's in it, we're wasting our time away. And just like the farmer with his seed, What we discover is that when we labour for God, as well as trust in him and rest in him, the things we can't do, the fruit we can't produce, sprouts forth all by itself. In other words, without our brilliance, hard work or talent, my friend, all by itself, because God did the bits we couldn't do. In fact, he always made things that way so that we would learn to trust in him, so that we could discover his faithfulness, so we could behold his glory. That's where we find true rest, the sort of physical rest which includes emotional rest. My friend, let me come back to the question of sleep. We can't live without it. Many people in this world are sleep deprived even people who believe in Jesus Christ because they're laboring under the lie that they have to do it all themselves. Let me tell you, unless God is in what we're doing, then we're wasting our time. Get it? So let's get over ourselves here a bit and start to operate sitting back, looking at the whole picture, not just our little bit. That's when anxious toil 
turns into what it should have been in the first place, an honest, hard day's work and a deep rest, a deep sleep at the end of it. God's rest comes at the end of the day, just the way he rested on that seventh day when he'd finished his work of creation. So then, a Sabbath rest still remains for the people of God. For those who enter into God's rest also cease from their labours, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one may fall through such disobedience as theirs. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 to 11. Let me ask you this. Do you believe God loves you? I mean, really loves you? With a sort of love that would cause him to send his son to die for you. Do you believe that? Well, if you do, that makes you one of the people whom he loves. And you know what? He gives sleep to those whom he loves. If you're struggling to get enough sleep, the sort of sleep that God's talking about, deep sleep, deep rest, then it is time to take a look at your world from a different perspective. If God's in it, all we need to do is our bid, and he will do the rest. The fruit will grow seemingly all by itself. It is time for each one of us to get a good night's sleep, resting in God, trusting in God, our body, our soul, our spirit. We need sleep. And in any case, God wants us to have it because he loves us. Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.